What's good? You are now tuned into Aries Talking Sports Podcast. Where you two Aries toast with the most, or we're just some cool ass guys. Word. I'm Reg the Prime Minister. And I'm Smurf. Yo, rock out with us weekly as we give you our sports views and opinions on any and everything dealing with sports. Combined with humor, heartfelt conversation, and of course, some dope ass Aries energy all in one podcast. So enjoy. Welcome back, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Aries Talking Sports Podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. Got your two Aries Talking Sports hosts. I'm Reg, the Prime Minister. I'm Smurfy Favorite Asshole. Hey, give me some We uh teased kind of teased this uh last episode before we uh we chain out, but um y'all get it. <laughs> oh shit. Let me get you know what? I'm fucking up because this is how we all we, we start off with some music and anger. Uh, we weren't gonna start off with um <laughs> yeah, we can go with this. Oh, oh we can go with this. Oh <laughs> classic. Yeah. We can go with this. Classic. You know, the remix, they be like, yeah. Right. In the background. Are you going to call me like you said? Oh, yeah. Big Boy was on that shit, too. Yeah. Hey. Shout out to Shout out to Alabama Zone. Yes, indeed. Hey. Let me turn that up a little bit. I was in Miami, stationed in Southcom. My homeboy Jake, his nickname was Snake. He's from uh, Mobile. Mm-hmm. And, uh, his cousin, his best friends with uh, Rich Boy. But, uh, so, um, of course, he was like playing the music for us before we even heard of the nigga, man. Every time we was riding out somewhere, he always put. And niggas be like, yo, who the fuck is this? Turn this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day we just riding that nigga through this shit on. And my man, uh, he had a um, he had a 96 Impala, black on black. Yeah. And uh, he mm. put this shit on one day and niggas was like, all right, all right. And then probably like like a week or two later, um, this shit hit the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Them days, you know, I relate all music to uh, duty stations and shit. Yeah, that's how we know where we were at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Calipari, man, Calipari. <laughs> we, end, we ended uh, that last episode. We ended um his his um his legacy, man. So you know um um Stephen A. Smith had asked uh. Uh, one of the other, uh, what's his name? The um, the other, not not Jay Billis, but the other guy, the older guy, Paul Head. Oh, uh, Seth. Yeah, Seth Greenberg asked him, um, where does this put uh, John Collin Parry to use as far as in legacy and all this other thing? 
because he's had all these um, five stars, number one, you know, draft pick, top 10 draft picks, um, probably the most, you know, drafted, you know, uh, lottery picks, you know, ever. And uh, I, I knew where Stephen A. Smith was going with it. Mm-hmm. Except Greenberg was like, um, he's a Hall of Famer. You can't deny it. He's a Hall of Famer. He blah, 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 blah. Danced around the whole question. I'm like, nah, right. that's not what the fuck he asked you. Right. Like, no, Calipari got all these lottery picks, all these five-star players. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you can say he's a Hall of Famer because the game, how many games he's won, how long he's been doing it, but he has one championship one. To, to tag along with all those other accolades. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people um, hang that over uh, Aaron Rodgers' head as well. Right. But yeah, I mean, so so where, where, does, where does this, because this is probably one of the, uh, along, along with um, Duke losing to, I think it was Mercer mm-hmm. a couple years back, maybe five, 10 years ago. This, uh-huh. this this is one of those games that he's like one of those games you like uh this shouldn't happen not at nigga, all nowhere this near is, nigga this is the same coach that that had a goddamn lineup that lost that lost to uh what's the fucking college Robert uh what is it fucking Robert Morris or some shit like that oh Robert <laughs> maybe Robert Morris one of them. Robert Morris, Robert Frost, or goddamn, <laughs> goddamn, goddamn, Robert Jenkins, Robert Downey Jr., somebody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he lost to them motherfuckers. And I'm like, dog, like every year, you, like you said, you have all these top tier recruits that come in. Right. And you can't get these motherfuckers to, to be able to work with each other. They show flashes. And hell, this team that he just—this team that he just lost with—hell, it took them a minute before yeah, they got it right. Yeah, and they got a like, year candidate on that on that roster, right? And my that thing motherfucking Shibway is a monster. He had what thirty and nineteen in that loss, Bruh. Jesus Christ, he balled out. But my thing is, how long is it going to take for you to realize that that getting all these you know five star athletes? on one team ain't working for you. Like you, again, we, we came up during a time where, where where teams had had guys on there that we knew because they were there mm-hmm. two, three, maybe sometimes four years. Yeah. So, and, and of course, when this one and done rule came out, like it, it, it looked good. Like it only works. It, it only works for some. Yeah, for a couple of rosters. Like yeah. Duke can only work one time. Calipari only worked one time. Syracuse had worked that one time with yep. Melo. And and, and and but that was the only one. The rest of that squad was seasoned. Yeah. Keen Warwick, uh, Jerry McNamara. Mm-hmm. That they was like upperclassmen. I actually like that squad too. Yeah. But um. Nice. I've always thought Calipari was a better recruiter than a coach. And is. I, I will give him yeah. that. That he, he, he can recruit his ass off. And whether he sells them on the NBA dream, hey, come here, I'm going uh, to get you out. 
one and done. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know his recruiting pick because I don't. I never was recruited by him, and I don't have kids that's recruited by him. So <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, um, so if that's his foal and his well, his focus or goal, right. then I mean, he's accomplishing the job. If if that's yeah. what takes you know the precedence over winning championships, you know, right. because he has made a statement before is before that you know his goal is to get these young young athletes the kids to the uh to the next level right which he's he's doing that but hell, cannot, most i of, mean no ifs or buts about that yeah it, now i will say that most of them that have gone to the league were pretty damn near to the point where they could have jumped to the league from high school there are some there's a there's a couple that probably could have jumped they would have had a rough rough first couple years but right but they would have been able to make that jump. Right. Whereas all of your other, like, there, there's been like a couple that stayed more than one year. And then, you know. But they ain't sticking, they not in the league right now. I mean, but they, yeah, but they ain't sticking. They'll they'll make it to the league, but they ain't sticking. Because the only ones I could think that actually made it to the league and stuck around is maybe those, uh, the Harrison twins or whatever their name was, they and yeah. fuck, they was I don't know why Mike. Kept. I didn't like I didn't like them when they was at UK. <laughs> Me neither. I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying I don't know why why Mike Jordan kept them on the roster and on the podcast. He's letting them motherfuckers hang around for whatever reason. I don't know, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, um, I you know before we get get into the meat and potatoes, man. I saw this. Uh, somebody had quoted this thing, man. It was uh, in reference with LeBron, um, you know, trying to, you know, stand around in the league until Bronny get there. And someone mm-hmm. was like, we don't even know if Bronny want to play with LeBron. Someone, someone said that shit, which I mean. <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> we don't play with my daddy. Yeah, like, I don't like, like who the fuck said he, who the fuck said Bronny want to even play with LeBron? Like, but I mean, I don't know, but uh, Man, uh, uh, to kick this shit off, man, um, Leah Thomas, mm-hmm. and this actually uh, was, it's still news now, but it was yeah. kind of breaking news when uh, we recorded last week, uh, Leah yeah. Thomas is a transgender, uh, I'm about to sound ignorant, man, because I just like, am not like the most, right. um, the most LGBTQ plus uh yeah, yeah uh well diverse or knowledgeable right. on it. um but right. so i would say she's a transgender woman so that mm-hmm. means it's a man that's transitioning to a woman or has transitioned right right right, right. all right so um competing with other women athletes swimming mm-hmm. and basically dusted them off um of course there's there's praise there's outcry um and then there's the middle i think right. i probably fall somewhere in the middle um yeah you know um i can see both sides of it um when you talk about someone that was being dominated on the men's side right transition to the woman's side and now they're dominating um right. i mean we can play, I mean, so we're going to be realistic. As a man, your physical abilities, you're probably going to be a little stronger, little athlete-wise. You're probably yes. going to be a little stronger, a little faster than 
um, most of your women counterparts. That's just mm -hmm. physics, naturally. At this point, you do have your women, some women that are stronger and are faster than men. But for the right. most part, the man Gen is going to be the yeah, and it's always been a, it's yeah, it's person. always been a genetics thing. Right. Um. So on that side of it, I do see where the outrage and you know uh, out where the outrage it is on that part because yes, you are whether well whatever you know transition process you went through, you are a woman. Naturally, you probably you're not. Right, you still have those man traits, man whatever. So you still, I mean, uh, I'm gonna shut up before I go a little, <laughs> a little too. Deep. But no, no, no. I get, I get where I get where you coming from. Uh, I mean, it is all stuff like this is always hard to gauge, especially like you said, we're not well diverged into into the community. I mean, and it's just more so on the strength of trying to hear both sides and and be and show some type of sympathy and empathy with this situation uh, the concern for for women concern for women for america had announced on thursday that they filed the title nine you know title nine complaint yeah and and it's not and this has been done before they've done this before with uh with cc uh, CC Telfair, who, who was a track at track athlete for Franklin Pierce University, when when she won uh, the Division Two national national championship in the 400 meter hurdles in 2019. So it's not like they haven't been through this before. Right. Just more so, like they have to figure out, you know, where this line of demarcation is of letting letting a transgender a transgender woman compete with other women right so. i'm with you um you know i saw um i was reading this form and someone you know that was a there was a bunch of um suggestions maybe there should be you know uh a transgender i guess section or right i hate to say league because there isn't like actually right 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 no i know yeah i get what but, but so you know where transgenders compete against transgenders right um but then i thinking about it now that causes something else because okay um you have to have two separate ones so you have to have transgender women competing with transgender women yeah. transgender yeah. men competing with you know transgender men yeah. Yeah. so um and then you have to do it for every you have to do it for every because it's more than one you know it's more than one uh competition you know absolutely or you have to do it for every category absolutely and who's to say that this school has um more than one two three or four you know transgender right. you know, athletes in that particular right. sport i mean hell you you can't so, and it opens up a whole, you know, ball of wax and, you know, everything because, um, you know, we aren't far away from probably seeing the first Joanna man, real life. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. <laughs>
I'm sorry for laughing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like just the I'm lo- more so laughing at the image of Jawana Man, the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, I'm, I, it just remains to be seen of what's going to happen, how they get this resolved, and then what steps they take forward moving on. Um, so it's going to be real interesting once it continues to get further as far as in when you start talking about the major sports like the basketball um maybe baseball football does not have um a necessarily professional women's league so you're not going to see now man can you imagine football having a professional women's league and you got a uh a damn aaron donaldson clone that's says I want to be a transgender and <laughs> oh my god so I mean um I think honestly I would be if it was my daughter all support um mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how I would feel because that's another story but if it was my daughter competing against right I would definitely feel some kind of way right a hundred percent. I was going to say, yeah, like we can see it. Yeah. Yeah. We can see it. We can see it on both sides. Like if we were a parent on both sides. Mm -hmm. And and I think that that's where like discussing something like this, like with us being parents, like we, we put ourselves in the shoes on both sides, like being the parent of the athlete and then being the parent of the other women athlete. Yeah. So yeah. Slippery slope. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how this continues to go and play out and then even the trickle down effect or trickle up or uh lateral to the other um sports um yeah so i guess i guess it's something that's probably uh worth keeping an eye on um yeah i don't know um you know, um, our current trend, so I guess we can hop into the NFL. NFL is kind of our least. And it, and actually, the NFL is dominating in news right now. Outside NFL of, is outside, popping, boy. Outside, it's looking like the NBA, actually. But outside of, uh, you know, outside of college basketball, um, you know, and college basketball is quiet right now because, you know, yeah. it's not going to really kick back off until tomorrow. Yeah. But um, NFL, you know, since the last time we recorded, we've had... Um, Sean Watson traded. Yep. Um, when, when 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 we recorded, he was actually um, uh, well, I hate to say exonerated, but uh, well, they they decided not to file any yeah. uh civil cases against. Him. Or was yeah. it civil? No, it's criminal. The crim- criminal, 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 yeah. criminal, criminal. They dropped all criminal charges. Civil cases, he's still facing twenty two. Um, yeah. and then uh, Matt Ryan got traded and. Today, <laughs> today out of nowhere, motherfucking Tariq Hill. Right. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I thought, I thought with them picking up Juju, he would have, they would have kept him. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know where to begin. Where you want to begin? Duh. Um. I mean, let's go ahead and get get uh, Deshaun out the way real quick. Because, uh, of course, you know, like you said. At, 
by the end of our episode, at like the next day, you know, he got traded, to, got traded to the Browns. Like five which, years. Which hold on, which yeah. he had held held a meeting with the Browns and ruled them out. Right, because the report came out that he's it's it's a two team race now. It was um the Saints and the Falcons. Yeah, and that was the day before. The next morning we woke that up. Was, that was well. That was well played. Absolutely, that was well that played was well. by the Browns. Yeah. So and then on top of that, my thing is, um, I I feel like Baker May Baker Mayfield caught wind of something. Yeah. For him to write that letter, like oh they about to they about to get this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, we gonna get in. We gonna get into him. They stink. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so he got traded, and then proceeded to sign a five-year, two hundred and thirty million dollar guarantee. Fully, fully, fully. In quotations, capital letters. <laughs> yeah, right. Fully guaranteed contract. You know what? You know, hey, shout out to the black man. Yeah. Hey, at the very least, he's gonna be a legend at the bank. You damn right. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, but Cleveland gave up a lot. They gave up. They gave up twenty two this year. So twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, first round picks. Mm-hmm. And then the third round pick uh, in 2023, and then the fourth round pick in 2024. I was like, "Ooh, Lord!" Yeah, yeah. Um, they made sure. Well, I mean, I think they had to, being that he said, "You know what? Nah, I'm good. I didn't mm-hmm. like the presentation y'all gave me." Um, I'm so I think that he really rejected them he probably did and then yeah. they went back to the drawing board like okay let me let me see what we have to do to get him right. and that next morning he looking at the text message from the agent a hey, cleveland said da, 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 da. we got this 240 on the table fully fully guaranteed what you talking about so then he probably talked to new orleans and atlanta like hey uh yeah, put your mama, put your mama on the phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't never coming home. Have a nice life. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, no, nah, hey, what, 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 what them pocketbooks look like? Open the wallet, sure. cause, uh, cause we right now we talking big bank take little bank. Oh, big and bank showed up. And Cleveland said, you know, I got a blank check right here from. Well, no, I got a written check right here from Cleveland. Say two forty guaranteed. Right. Where you at? And Atlanta was, you know, uh, so Atlanta's handcuffed because of Matt Ryan. Yeah. They couldn't offer that money. They, they they'd have to unload Matt Ryan first. But they, um, I mean, as as we saw, they was able to do that. Yeah, but after the fact, though. I mean, but they still could have worked. They still could have worked. Yeah, if they probably. really, if they really wanted, if they really wanted Deshaun Watson, yeah. they could have already had that plan. They could have already had that plan lined up. Yeah, you know, um. I, as much as I wanted Deshaun Watson, uh, San Francisco to, to draft him instead mm-hmm. of trading for Garoppolo, um, yeah. us giving him 240, I would have, I would have kind of, <laughs> uh, 
I would have kind of felt some way about that because yeah. as we see, there's so many teams right now um, restructuring contracts, um, cutting players that are like players that you like, oh, what are you doing? Um, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I.e., last week we talked about this on the last episode, Green Bay and Devontae Adams. Um, they don't really have the money to give him that he wanted. I think it was more so he was sick of he was sick of Aaron Rodgers shit. That, that too, but I mean the money. The Raiders had the money. Tariq yeah. Hill, another one right now. He wanted uh 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 he wanted to be the highest paid wide receiver because of the, the money that Devontae Adams got. Um yeah. guess what? Uh Pat Mahomes got a 10-year uh hundred thousand trillion billion dollar contract <laughs> and we got <laughs> we got travis kelsey that we got to fit in here we got right. da, 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 we got da, you know what i'm saying like we, we can't give everybody like we can't have the highest paid quarterback wide receiver tight end defensive end on right. the, on, on one team it's not right. gonna happen right you can probably try maybe try to squeeze in the highest paid quarterback and wide receiver, maybe, maybe. That's, and I mean, that's not even a um, guarantee. And, and I mean, the one thing about Tom Brady is he's always underpaid. Oh yeah. Under, what, dra- drastically underpaid. So anybody, everybody else. So, and that's what makes him the seven time, you know, Super Bowl champion that he is. Because he'll, He'll sacrifice money to win the rings, which right. that's why you play. But this newer generation is all about financial wealth too. Like, hey, right. I, your rings is cute and everything, but guess what? Hmm. Look at this bank account. Right. right. I'm a le- again legend at the bank. Right. Look at this bank account, which <laughs> I can't. I can't fault either for. You know what I'm saying? Um, Although, if I'm Tom Brady, after about that third ring, I'm like, all right, money, you got to pay my money, shit. Right. Because, hey, look at Kurt Heinrich. Not Kurt Heinrich. I was going to say Kurt Heinrich. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Kurt. Yeah, shout out to Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, listen, Kurt is... He's the most, he's the highest paid quarterback over the last five years, right? Bruh, stay signing them. Hey, if I'm him, I keep signing them damn franchise tags. Oh, you gonna franchise me again? Sure, I'll sign it. Oh, 38 million? Thank you. But left Washington and then got a big contract and then hit a couple, you know what I'm saying? So, he wrote, hey, he did it right. Yeah. He did that shit right. Do you think he's going to a Super Bowl ring right now? Honestly. Fuck no. No. I mean. He wants to win one. Yeah, he wants to. He would love to. He would love to win one. But but, when it's all said and done and and when he walks away from the game, he'll be like, man, I got Oprah on these motherfuckers. Right. And do you think he's ever going to be like, you know what? (sighs) I just, like, my career was shit because, (laughs) you know, realistically and statistically, I'm not one of the top 10, 15, 20 best quarterbacks of all time. Fuck no. That motherfucker might be like, you know what? I am one of the top paid quarterbacks that ever hit this league. Ever. Right. Now, five years from now, 
that, that won't happen, but that motherfucker be handsomely paid. So. Hey, look, I'm, I'm like motherfucking Scrooge McDuck. Bitch, I'm swimming in it. I'm swimming in the pool yeah. of goddamn right. pool of money. Or, 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 um, <laughs> or the leprechaun. Don't touch me coins. <laughs> <laughs> me gold. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, um, um, so I guess, I guess, you know, if we don't go in order, uh, Matt Ryan would be next. Yeah. Uh, that was a shocker to me. I ain't gonna hold you. But I don't mind the trade for the Colts. It works out. Because they, they already, they already had a decent squad. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it wasn't like he was, he was terrible. Like his better, of course, we know his better years are behind him. But but with the team that that Andy put out there, that rushing game with Jonathan Taylor, like yeah. that line, like that line, dog, oh, that line did what it was like for Jonathan Taylor to damn near be the fucking leading rusher two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Like that line, they got a decent, they got a damn good line, they got a good running back. They got a good defense. They got some decent receivers. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're going to, they, they actually draft, they actually do well in the draft yeah. as a, as an organization. So I can see, I can see them, I can see them actually being damn good uh, this coming season. I just <laughs> felt that. I just felt that one right there. Got <laughs> that in your soul. We come in. Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, let, let, we gonna we gonna start real quick, man. <laughs> when this when he derailing the he derailing the podcast hey, with the music. When this beat come in, listen. <laughs> when that beat drop. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm gonna let that play real quick. Out of here. Get, get the, the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> says, get the fuck up. Don't get hit in the sky. All right, we good, we good, we good. Hey, that was the first time I did that. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt that shit. I was like, hold on now, hold on. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So that's that's one of them, Um, like when you go to a, uh, and we, we segue, not segue, but uh, we going off of a tangent real quick. Um, right. That's one of them uh, songs and beats, like when you at uh, like a live game or a stadium, mm-hmm. that and um, um, the, uh, it's, uh, it's Snoop Dogg's song, but it got all no limit on it. The, um, dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, yeah. It's great, yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I've been to plenty of um, Hornets games, Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Falcons, Tar Heel games, um, a lot of games. And when those shits come on, it's like, oh. Yeah, man. But, um, okay, Matt Ryan. Um, <laughs> if, I think Matt Ryan could work with the Colts, mm-hmm. depending on the system. He was great in Atlanta under, um, Harbaugh, Harbaugh, not Harbaugh, um, fuck, what's his name? Um, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, Shanahan. He was great in that system. Um, yeah. If they, so a lot, a lot of these teams are kind of reluctant to change their offensive scheme, mm-hmm. regardless of who come in there. 
I think quarterback is one of those things that you kind of got to make an exception. Right. Depending on how Depending much on your, your how much of your personnel you have to switch out. Yeah. So um I think Matt Ryan could be very successful in uh in Indianapolis depending on how much they cater that system to him. Um right. Jonathan Taylor is is definitely going to help out a lot. Um I have question marks around the receiving core. Mm-hmm. But um I mean we'll see. Um they were on the cusp with um that guy that they stink. Um that's in that plays for the Washington Commanders now. They stink. But <laughs> <laughs> um so I think if you swap them out, they probably are two, maybe three extra wins on it. So they yeah. made the playoffs and could they make some noise? The way NFL looked last year, absolutely. Who knows? Because Shit, why the fuck not? Right, because we didn't expect uh, Cincinnati to run the table like they did to the Super Bowl. Mm-mm. So, um, Matt Ryan is the greatest Atlanta Falcon ever. Mm. <laughs> he has a, I mean, shit. He has an argument for it. Statistically, he, he definitely is. Um, yeah, statistically, he has an argument for it. But you know, the city, that city going forever love Michael Vick. Yeah. Um, did Vick win the MVP? Probably not. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he did. Probably not. And that that would be the one thing that I guess that, that they they can hold over the head. But yeah, yeah. Um, the AFC is going to be real interesting this year. Dog. Because it looks loaded. That's going to be a gauntlet to go loaded. through. It looks loaded. Um, Especially if you go in, in each division. Yeah. The West from top to bottom. Loaded. Um, oh, we'll, we'll definitely get to the West <clears throat> on this on the next uh, with, 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 when we bring in Tariq Hill. But yeah. um, the East is looking that way. Well, no, 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 no. I think the East... There's a gap between Buffalo and everybody else. Miami yeah. kind of Miami may have closed a little bit, may have. Yeah. They they've know. helped themselves. They helped themselves, but they may have closed. Now, um with Pittsburgh, we know what Pittsburgh do. Mm-hmm. Um we got the South. Well shit, Pittsburgh, they just took a hit with fucking losing Juju. Yeah, um, but they got they got Claypool. I think Claypool. Yeah, they got yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think Claypool is But so, so we'll see, man. Um, um, I think the AFC and and each each of those divisions is is going to mm-hmm. be is going to be a dog fight. Um, yeah. Besides, to me, well, besides the East, I think the East has a clear cut favorite. They have a clear cut favorite. Uh, it's just going to be a toss up. It depends on how New England looks and yeah. how how Miami looks. Yeah, it depends on what what receivers New England draft and who, what other receivers they pick up in you know this free agency. But um, uh, Tariq Hill, that was a shocker to me today, boy. Wants to be the highest paid wide uh, wide receiver. Um, KC said, no, we ain't got it. Hold on, they patted them pockets. We ain't got it. Ah, Um, 
My dog. <laughs> yeah, if, if you can go out there and, and find it somewhere else, bring back a proposal. Yeah. And it's 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 interesting that only two teams out of all the other teams came back with, you know, like we're willing to go to this length for you, right. because who was uh who was the other team? Dolphins with self? Okay, Dolphins Jets. Oh, yeah, I mean, would I have loved to have him on San Francisco? I would have, but you know, him and him and him and Debo. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll talk about oh, it. Oh my god. This super football season come up because because I, mean, I, 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 I do want like like I was like man we need receivers but I try to figure out how are we gonna fit receivers in there with this kind of system we run when we already have a Debo that you know so can do everything yeah um and other receivers are probably kind of reluctant like ah like um but we'll see um so Tariq Tariq Hill leaving Kansas City mm-hmm. I don't. The void that feels for the Chiefs is. I don't. I think they're still okay. Now they won't I have the speed. They won't have the speed right. of Tyreek Hill, but the they top, just went. Right. And, like I said, they went and they went and picked up Juju, so they right. still got. They got another set of hands. Mm-hmm. They still got uh, Travis Kelsey. Like, yeah. like they're going to be okay. And Hardman, if you can yeah. keep him on the field. Yeah, they're they're going to be fine. Um, with Miami. Uh, with Tariq Hill coming, you have uh, Dalen Waddle. Right. You got Tua. You got Tua right. and and uh, uh, Bridgewater. Right. The thing about Tua is they picked up on um, Mostert from from us. Our uh, yeah. Our running back. The uh, only thing they got. The only thing that Miami's gonna have to worry about is is Tua gonna throw the damn ball down the field. Yeah, he gonna have to play it. Yeah. If he starts to throw that damn ball down the field, oh, Ooh. oh yeah, y'all heard him. Can you imagine having Tariq Hill on the left, Waddle on the right, and just saying, "Oh my God, go routes." Oh my God! Somebody's at a disadvantage. Somebody gonna have to, but I mean, you know, right? Somebody got to get double teamed, right? Um, and it, it, it sounds good, you know. Yeah. But, wow. Look, um, that, that's on some. Look, that was on some Madden shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um. Oh, oh, but for the Chiefs to get fucking five pick, five yeah. fucking draft picks, five picks. And two of them are in this year's draft. Yeah. Which adds, uh, like, oh. adds, adds to their total that they already had in this draft anyway. That's so why I was like, yeah, the Chiefs, they going to be fine. And Tariq Hill ends up being given four years for 120, right? Yep. Ooh. Four years, 120 mil. Jesus Christ. Like 70 <laughs> something. Mm. I think mm. like 70, 73 guaranteed. Black man, get that money. Hey. Everybody, <laughs> these boys are they are legends. If they if they weren't already legends at the bank, they legends at the bank uh, now. Yeah, right. Damn. Um, but um to add on and then to close it out, um mm-hmm. I, I think Kansas City could stand to lose him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he, he's irreplaceable, but from what Mahomes can do, and when you say Kelsey, and we say Hardman, and Claire uh, Edwards, and uh, Juju Schuster, or however you say that shit, and whoever else they add, decide to add into that offense, because I'm pretty sure they're going to get somebody else. Um, Kansas City, Kansas City don't fall down too too far. Right. So, I mean, I don't, uh, it is. Uh, Baker Mayfield. We can touch this real quick and get the fuck off of it. Cause, okay. <laughs> but, um, his, his teams, I guess that he was, because it was reported, you know, that, you know, he he figures that it's best that him and the Browns part ways. That's the best thing for both parties. Um, okay. One of his preferred destinations was the Colts. Guess what? Whoops. We just talked about the Colts. They just acquired uh, Matt Ryan. So you're definitely not going, if you go to the Colts, you're going to be in the same position that you are in Cleveland. Um, I think, so... Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan was in the same position, right? Mm-hmm. Atlanta's looking at uh, Deshaun Watson. Cleveland's looking at Deshaun Watson. Who is the more accomplished quarterback? That's Matt Ryan. Really? Absolutely. Um, one tweet, anything about Matt Ryan? Did you hear anything from Matt Ryan? About Atlanta courting uh, Deshaun Watson? Fuck no. Matt Ryan knew what time it was. But the lesser of, of the two was in his feelings about it. Because he think he think he's that guy. Exactly. So, I mean, if, if I'm a GM, a head coach, another player on a team, and he comes to the team, I don't know. Like, I'm like, we know who Deshaun Watson is. We know who Matt Ryan is. We know who Baker Mayfield is. Right. I don't have a problem with anybody um, investing in themselves, putting the ultimate confidence in themselves, but there's a level of reality too. Right. Um, I don't care if you think you were a top five, top 10 player in, in the NBA, NFL, whatever else, you know who is, who who can, for lack of better words or um, comparisons, put their dick on the table and be like, okay, what, what you got to say now? But even, even we can put that aside. It's a business. Like, it's a this, business is, too, yeah. this is still, this is still a business. You can be the best goddamn quarterback in the goddamn world and, and still get fucking traded. You, you can, but there are quarterbacks. So, so if, if you are one of the top two, three quarterbacks in the league, and your and your team is treating you different than how you think you should be treated. You can definitely voice that opinion, say something, and you won't be looked at any any different. Cause you know people will be like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like like Tom Brady, no one will ever. If Tom, whatever Tom Brady had to say or how you felt about New England, people always side with Tom Brady. You know that the not this year, but the year before, they made it against. They made it a um who. Who was the one that made this right. uh, New Who England the, franchise right. team better? Was it Tom Brady? Was it uh, was it Robert Kraft? Was it Bill Belichick? 
whatever. Right. It was all of them together. But right. no one can, no one can, no one ever said, you know, oh, Tom Brady did them wrong because he didn't. It was why did they let Tom Brady go? Why did right. this? Why did that? And I think the same thing could be would would, would have been said about uh, the, the uh, Green Bay Packers had Aaron Rodgers went somewhere else and went deeper to the play, went further into the playoffs than the Packers, maybe Super Bowl and lost. Ah, fuck that. I've been like, good for you, Green Bay. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, Stood but, on your but, goddamn ground. But they, but they, <laughs> but yeah, but they. I mean, you know, the consensus would have been, uh, mm-hmm. they, they took a whole bunch of like. They're in full rebuilding mode now. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, hey, Br- Baker Mayfield, get out of here, man. Like, um, I mean, I don't, shit. I don't know who gave him the information that he has. Maybe if he thinks he is worth more or better than where he is or what he's projected as, I mean, the numbers are the numbers, right? Um. Well, I, I'm not even a Carolina Panthers fan, but don't bring him to Carolina. <laughs> uh, no. I would say. Uh, uh, who else? What, what's another team? Detroit. Detroit Texans. I been say you got the Texans, Detroit. I, I and keep. The, I and keep the C, And the C, And the Seahawks. Give me golf. Give me lock. If if, <laughs> if, if, if 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 I'm Detroit, I keep golf. It's, keep it's more so. It's going to be a character issue. It. It's gonna be a character issue, and then like your resume, your the way you play over these last couple of years, right. like like your resume, it, it doesn't look good at the moment. Right, Lock might Lock might be a toss up, but guess what? In the right system, right people surrounded, I watched mm-hmm. golf take a team to the Super Bowl and damn near win it. Like they didn't get blew out. Right. So I I can't listen. Detroit, you're not going to get any better with Baker Mayfield. And I don't think Seattle gets any better with Baker Mayfield either. Carolina, hey, we hit the reset button. Go, go through the drive. Whatever. Um, All right. Start over. Yeah. Um, NBA, playoff race, man. It's heating up. Getting hot. Mm-hmm. The Celtics, they are looking mighty. Great. Mighty good right now. Um, they are looking fucking great. Yeah, probably the hottest team in the NBA right now. Um, them in the temp, them in the Timberwolves. Yeah. Last time I checked, um, last time I checked, Timberwolves were eleven to two since the uh, this fucking All Star break. Mm-hmm. So the Celtics, um, they have. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have really found a way to play together and make it like seriously work, mesh and gel. But I think that comes along with the rest of the team accepting roles and saying, okay, look, these are the stars. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and uh, I, it uh, also comes with the with that coach, the the new coach, because he was it comes like, with he the had coach. To, yeah, you had right. to break a lot of that bullshit up that 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 they had going on when Brad yeah. Stevens was, was right. in charge. So it, it comes with that, and it comes. I think it comes with uh, Al Horford coming back too, yeah. and you got that veteran voice in the locker room. Um, yeah. You know, um, you don't have. Uh, you know, I, I think it's a lot of people accepting their roles. Yep. So I mean, they look good. They look real good. Um, <clears throat> um, 
Oh man, we can the playoff race. I guess we can jump segue right into this uh, vaccine mandate that New York. Yeah, I see you lifted. put that in last minute. It, it, they, they, yeah, they, they just lifted, and when that comes to the playoff race, in my opinion, that changes a whole lot. Only you talk only about. thing, only thing is not going to change is if is if uh, is if the Nets go against uh, the Raptors. Because Kyrie won't be able to play in Toronto. Toronto's True. like, nigga, you, he's, they like, ah, uh-uh, nobody's playing. Like, you ain't vaccinated, you ain't playing. We don't give a damn who you are. You, you're absolutely right. But the thing is, um, now, but yes, I do agree with you. It does change a lot. It gives the it gives the Nets about ten to twelve, maybe 13, 14 games right now to mm-hmm. make up uh, not a not even a. Uh, a small gap in between them uh, and the teams that's in front of them. And the Raptors are one of those teams. Um, man, just so looking at just what Durant is doing right now by himself and then mm-hmm. what he's doing on the court with Kyrie and the games that Kyrie can play in, that team is scary. Hell, they still need to get fucking Ben Simmons out there. They do, but I mean, even without him right now, that team is scary. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. looking at, I'm looking at what uh, KD did last night. Oh, if, like, KD, if KD, if KD was able to play majority of the season, he would be my MVP. Yeah. He would be my MVP. Oh my! Like, hey, last night. <laughs> hey, I'm KD's that. Like, yeah, KD. KD is, he's that motherfucking guy. Yeah. Listen, um, we, we talking about right now a guy that, and this is the only guy in the league right now that I think has this in his tool bag. I don't want to drive right now. I'm just going to dribble you and pull up on. Right. Splash. You know what? I don't want to drive. I'm going to post you up. Mid, Splash. Get my, mid, get my mid-range in. Yeah. You know what? I feel like driving. Drive. Lay up. Like he is the only person right now in the league I see that like, and, and uh, I mean, well, there's a lot of people that's doing it, but I'm talking about efficient, nah. right? And he does that shit so effortless. And Kyrie is the same way, kind of right now. Like we, um, I think we are kind of taking granted, like what Kyrie does, like how efficient he is um his i guess basketball skill level right oh my god like getting to the basket dribbling um of course steph curry has a better shot than him yeah but like getting to that getting to that cup his pat his pat game if yeah, if you tell me I need I need hey I'm gonna roll this ball out to the point guard and I need I need somebody to get to the basket, uh, the layup ability, the what whatever. Oh my God, ball handling skills. Man, Jesus Christ. 
Mm. And his layup, and, and we gonna talk NBA 2K. His layup package is ridiculous, Bruh. <laughs> I'll take his layup package any day, anybody. But um, yeah, yeah. So um, the, the playoff race, man, is gonna be real interesting. Real. Interesting. Oh yeah. Um, the West, I think, to me, Phoenix is head and shoulders above the, oh, yeah. the, the rest of them right now. Um, and that's right now, and, and right now that's without Chris Paul. So when Chris Paul comes back. I think that widens the gap a little bit. The East, um, depending on how the Nets really look with KD and Kyrie together full time, um, it's still congested between right. Philly, Miami, um, well, Boston. Well, so Miami's already, so Miami and and Phoenix have already clinched. They clinched their right. division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, the, the uh, well, South is, with the, uh, when it comes on the East, that two, three, and four spot, that shit, the, that two spots up for grabs with damn Philly, Philly, uh, Milwaukee and Philly, Boston. Milwaukee, Boston. Because they're like, they're like game, a game or two within the, well, they're, they're like a half a game, a one, you know, a game or right. half a game within each other. So anybody can take that two spot. Yeah, but so um even even but so even with the seedings, <clears throat> we're talking about Philly. We said Philly, Milwaukee, and who? Boston. Boston. Because they are so it. They they, they are kind of like barely separated. Um, yeah. Any one of those teams could go on the road and like come out. Right. And now you have a number eight seed maybe in Brooklyn that you can say can do the same thing. Right. <clears throat> the gap. So Philly, Milwaukee, Boston. And so Miami has clinched their division, but they haven't yes. clinched the East. They, they haven't, yeah, they haven't right. clinched the East. Yet. So that's still up for grabs. But so you have about four to five teams on, on that East right now that you can say, uh, one of these teams can represent the East Eastern Conference in, in the uh champ, in the NBA Finals. Easy. One through yeah, one through four. Right. And, and that eight seed? Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, if Ben Simmons come back, I'm not a Ben Simmons guy, but I no. do realize, I do realize like, hey, with this team, he don't have to shoot the ball. No. He don't, hey, play Pretty much, we just need you to he's, fucking he's do what you've been defender. doing. Yeah. Yeah. We just need what you to do, do what you've been doing right. before you got here. Right. Or, you know, before, you know, before you was like, I'm not playing no more. Mm-hmm. And that's play defense, push the ball, get it to the people that you need to get it to. We ain't actually to fucking shoot that motherfucker, right. you know, take it to the cup whenever you need to, you know, whenever you got the, the lane and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not asking you to do much. We just yeah. want you to motherfucking, we just need you to do your part to help us win. That's right. it. So, let me ask you this question before we uh, get off this, this one real quick. You're a head coach, you're playing against the Brooklyn Nets. Do you double team Kyrie, or you leave your 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 guy to go one on one, mano on mano with him? Only way 
I'm gonna have to come up with some kind of game plan. I'm not necessarily double teaming him, but I'm throwing, I'll throw a, a, a flash out there just to make him, you know, to make him adjust to something. Okay. Because my thing is, you still got, you still got KD out there. So I was gonna ask you that. So my next, I was gonna ask you like, <laughs> do you double you still team got KD? KD out there. Do you double team KD? Yeah, boy, no. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it is it, it, really so not KD. Going to so with KD, is kind of like taking your chances. Like, okay, I'm going. You gotta. You call. you're gonna have to. You're really gonna have to hope that your team defense is on is on on display. I mean, and only way I double team KD is if Kyrie is having an off night, right? Let's say Kyrie, if he's having an off night, I double team fucking, I double team the shit out of damn KD. Unless, goddamn Seth Curry is out there on the floor too. Then look, I just gonna have to hold y'all man, shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Cause that's the thing, that's the thing too. Like Seth Curry ain't playing right now. He, he's been just tonight, just tonight, just tonight though. I know he's he missed a couple games here and there right. since, he, yeah. since he's been there. Um, so they're gonna be dangerous. So, so we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, real quick, um, I would like to cra- congratulate LeBron James on passing Paul Malone to become the number two scorer all the Congratulations! Time. Congratulations! Ah. This is a stat padding year for me. Um, oh, yeah. I, 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 I will agree with Skip Bayless. Uh, it's kind of, I'm not going to say it's sad, but I would i would never think that I would see Kobe or Mike saying, I'm having the most fun of a lot oh, of times, any of my other years playing right now, blah, 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 blah. I'm, yeah, and I'm your team fucking is five games, five, right. six games out the five. No, 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 no. 10 games on the 500. Oh shit. 10 games. Yeah. Look, I was just trying to, I was trying to, yeah. I was trying to ease the blow. Yeah, no, no, no. It's 10. It's 10. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I like, uh, Goddamn Kobe rolling over in his grave right now. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but, but like I said, congratulations, man. Shout, shout out to the Um, it's a milestone Absolutely. in itself. I won't step on it by, you know, no. like, like anyone else that will say, oh, well, he's played this many more games than Carl Malone and Jordan and uh, took this many more shots than all of them. Like, no, no, no. Um, it, I will, I'll give him his props on the strength that he's been able to keep himself healthy enough that long play as many fucking yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, longevity. longevity. Hey, longevity's a motherfucker, boy. You know, but so with, with everybody else, the, the apologies and everything, they'll say, you know, guess what? Medicine, modern day sports and everything is better too because, you know, today you can tear an ACL and be back five, six months. Back right. then, you tear an ACL, that was a mandatory 10 to 14 months. Yeah. So, you know, um, but, you know, congratulations. Once again, congratulations. Shout out to him. Um, as far as the Los Angeles Lakers. They stink. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna, we'll, we'll, I, every time you hit that button, I'm gonna laugh. I'll give a fuck. <laughs> we'll go with that, man. Um, this ain't even really news, but I I kind of thought was like, well, damn. Well, 
No, they announced Zion was out for the year, and I said, uh, uh, okay, it's March 23rd, 24th, 23rd. He ain't played yet. What, whatever make me think that he's not out for the year. If I'm a GM and we have less than 15 games left in the year and we're in a playing situation and this guy is considered to be the franchise, you might as well sit it out. Look, I don't after, see any reason for you coming back. After showing this motherfucker throwing it off the board and so, going and that the was, And that's what made me say, okay, let's talk about it. Yeah, so now we get IG video of you throwing it off the backboard, catching it going between the legs and dunking it. So, this ain't even what I thought about till just now. Is that a statement? Fuck no. no. Well, well. So the team released the released a statement saying he's out for the year. The player released a video showing him throwing that bitch off the backboard, catching between legs and dunking it. Is that a statement saying? I'm ready, but I was shut down. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because my thing is, if your ass was ready, we would have told the motherfuckers you was ready. They would have got your ass out there. Okay. If you're the GM and your player told you you're ready and you like, ah, what happens? We seen dilemmas like Nelly and Kelly that end in a deadliest fashion. My young I don't know. If, if I'm the player, I, like, <laughs> look, if I'm the, <laughs> I don't know. If I'm the, so, if I'm the, if I'm the, so, if I'm the player, I'm going to do everything in my power to get back on that court. Okay. <laughs> now, if I'm the fucking GM, that's a different story. Because the only, because the only person that, I, that can out trump me on that is the owner. Right. So now, if the owner comes down and be like, "Hey, put that motherfucker out there," right? Hey, go on, go on and get out there, young fella. Yeah. Go do something. Yeah. But, I mean, it, uh, of course, I, I'm, you know, me. I'm. If if it's if it's me. I'm trying to get out there and play. I'm trying right, to go absolutely, home. absolutely. But when you have, but when you have an investment, right? It, 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 line, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Like, oh, let um, me get in the game, coach. Mark Marcus Marcus Morris said that bubble championship that the Lakers won don't mean shit. It's trash. Had it not been in the bubble. <laughs> This is one part that I I look I kind of turn my head sideways and look. He said had the had the Clippers had it not been in the bubble the Clippers the Clippers would have beat the Lakers. I don't I mean I mean the, so the crazy thing is when I think about it like you and I will never know about the bubble what happened in the bubble um the the ins and outs odds evens whatever else um. A lot of people, you being in the military, me being in the military, I'm about to say, a lot of people never been in a situation to where you have to leave your family for months on top of months on top of months on top of months and still be asked to be productive and 
your job field as if you were still back in your regular playing you know, circumstances. Right, um, right. We did hear the things about Paul George was, was suffering depression and uh, mm-hmm. separation issues and anxiety, you know, all this other stuff inside the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, That's understandable. Yeah, it's very understandable. Um, and honestly, he probably ain't the only one. He probably just one of the main ones that's that will speak about it. Right. Um, so I think there's a lot on both sides about the bubble. It was easier for some people because the distractions was limited and took it away. Mm-hmm. And then for some people, it was harder because guess what? My family grounds me and roots me. Right. Being right. able to go to uh, Diamonds and get some chicken wings keeps me, you know what I'm saying? Right. So being able to go to Diamonds or, or the Players Club to get some chicken wings keeps right. me, you know, keeps me. So, um, I don't know, man. It's just. Of course, we, you know, we look at it different because of the fact that we've been deployed. Right. So we've been away from our family. And it's like a toughen up nigga type situation. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we already knew what time it was. We knew what time it was. Hey, we gonna be away from our family for X amount of time, whether it's fucking nine months, 12 months, 15 months, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was what it was. And, and, and we just had to, you know, there were times that, you know, we, we've had people that were depressed and things like that. Like we, we've all gone through those situations. It, it's just a fact of like, it, it's hard to say, it's hard to say what would have happened had it not been in the bubble. I would have thought it would have been a lot easier on the fact that it was, it was less distractions as far as being on the court. Right. As far as being on the court, it's, you know, you don't have a crowd, you don't have the crowd you know, yelling at you. You ain't got to deal with all the nonsense. You can focus on hooping. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I also feel like it, it also showed how some of these teams aren't as close as they they try and deem them to be. Right. Because if, if you have a close-knit team, then, you know, you'll be able to, you know, you, you'll be able to wrap, get your team together around you and, and get you through those tough times. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, especially when it was only a couple months that y'all were out there. Yeah. I mean, but again, I'm only speaking from my experience of being away from family on a consistent basis. And that what that's what brings that in perspective more for you and us and what we do, like, because they used to be coddled all their lives. We are the only from, people from that, are, that are asked to go somewhere and be alone, be away from anything you know, love for six to twelve, maybe even more months. Yeah, and then for us, that pay is okay because it's tax free <laughs> or whatever else. Right. But hold on. You getting paid 20, 25, 30 million dollars to be away from your family for two to three months? Nigga, sign me up times four, cause I've done it. Man. 
But it, and like I said, uh, again, we're, we've been used to it. I've been used right. to it. I've been used to it since but I was when 18. when did you get used to it, though? I've been used to it since I was 18. But yes, the first time you did it, it wasn't like I, you was used to it. Like you, it, it was something that it wasn't like, okay, I'm good. Like you had to work your way through oh, it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it wasn't like it was a fucking cakewalk, but we're like, after what, like you have to go in it. You have to, well, I'm not even gonna say you have to, but from my perspective, I went into mm-hmm. it with that mindset that I knew I would, I was I wasn't gonna have family around, and I'm I was gonna have to adjust. Right. And, it, and going in with that mindset helped me out more than you know more than a little bit. Uh huh. It was just easy. It was, you know for me making friends is easy. Right. So Absolutely. that's what helped me. You know I can make a friend. I can make friends in heartbeat. So. Yeah. But uh, as far as with, with Marcus Morris, man, I mean, you could say you could say this would happen, that would happen. Yes, we do understand that the bubble took away a lot of the a lot of the things that y'all go through on a regular basis, the traveling, the crowd, and all that. I get that, but y'all ass got you got y'all got your ass kicked. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got you got to hand it to you. Um. So we, we're gonna transition into uh, to, to college basketball. We'll we'll talk about the women Man, first. Fuck college basketball. Fucking bracket busted. But so we'll talk about the women's rule first. <laughs> um, I don't know really where to talk about them because we only really zoned in and zeroed in off of one team. To, uh, you know, you know, to, to run it up, to run it up with, but um, if we, you know, so the, so we'll start at the round of sixty-four. Um, okay. of course, your number one overall seed, South Carolina Gamecocks. Man, they played Howard the first round. Um, I think I texted you at halftime. It was like mm-hmm. forty-four to two or forty-four to four. Oh my God, Jesus! Dog, I see, I seen that. I was like, oh, 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 oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look primed and ready. Um, and and I'll, I'll stay with the number one uh, teams real quick. Um, Louisville, they beat Albany mm-hmm. by damn near thirty. Um, <laughs> and Stanford kicked in Montana State's ass. Yeah. Um, NC State, they whooped on uh, Longwood by almost thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final number one team. Oh, that wasn't the final. Who was the other number one team? NC State. Uh, NC State, uh, Louisville. Uh, Louisville, Stanford. Uh, 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 was Baylor? No, Baylor wasn't the number one team. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, Stanford. Yeah, Stanford, Stanford, Stanford Louisville. Yeah, you got it right. And NC State, yeah. Um, yeah. Let me talk about my lady Tar Heels real quick. Um, he beat Stephen F. Austin in that first round, which we don't even know. Is that like... Uh, <laughs> okay, you brag on all wins. Yeah, you brag on, so we'll, we'll you brag brag on all wins. But I was gonna say Stephen F. Austin. Like I don't like. Is, is that the um <laughs> the 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 wrestler college? But I'm not gonna disrespect that school like that. But um, um brag on so outside wins. of those number one teams, um, uh-huh. there wasn't any other games that really, really, really stuck out to me. Um, 
there was, I mean, for the most part, there wasn't too many upsets. Um, so, you know, I think uh, Florida Gulf Coast was probably the biggest upset. They beat Virginia Tech. That was a 12 beating a 5. Yep. Um, yeah, that was it. I mean, you know, so for them, and usually this happens in the women's. Unlike the men's, there's more upsets in the women's than there is the men's. There was more upsets yeah. in, the, in the in the men's, you know, than the women's this year. Um, so when you go to the uh, what was it, the round of 32 for the women, South Carolina, they they kind of um struggled against Miami. I watched the game. They struggled against Miami, um, but stepped it up in the uh, second half mm-hmm. to uh, you know, bust Miami ass. Um, yeah. Louisville did their thing against Gonzaga. Louisville look, looks real good, man. Um, they're doing their thing. So and so does Stanford. Oh my God, they beat um, break pass off of, uh, Kansas. Yeah, they beat. Yeah, with on Kansas ass. And uh, NC State is looking great. Um, as much as I hate the Wolfpack, that team is looking good. Um, but I'm gonna go back. Excuse me, go back to my Tar Heels. We played the uh, Arizona Wildcats, mm-hmm. underdog, and I watch. I actually watched that game. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Watched that game and three, six. I didn't. I didn't think that uh, it would be like that margin would be that like like that we would beat them by that yeah. much, and uh, like we did. Um, coming up in the Sweet 16, which we are in. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to the uh, Lady Tar Heels. Uh, they got them girls from damn Columbia. As much this as a fan 16. I am, and, you know, I'll be realistic. Like, I've said all podcasts all year when we even talked about the women. Like, I, South Carolina's going to trip up here and there. Mm-hmm. But I don't see them not winning the championship. And I'm going right. to stick to that. As much as I love my Lady Tar Heels, um, will I say they overachieved? No, because I think they're a better team than what we were, what they were projected as. But this South Carolina team is uh, a juggernaut. Oh yeah, and that happens in sports. You can be—I'm not one of those naive people that say, "Oh, I love this. I love my team. My team is the greatest," or whatever else. <laughs> and they're facing a team that's, you know what I'm saying? Like they're dominating. Like, like no, no one thought that the, no one outside of New York Giants fans thought that the New York Giants was going to beat an undefeated New England Patriots team in the Super Bowl. Right. No one. If you weren't a Giants fan, it was far and few between anybody. So yeah, like, like I said, I'm, I'm really. Well, unless you just hated the fucking Patriots that much. Exactly. So yeah, um, so so I will I will say this with the women, watch out for Texas. Yeah, watch out for watch Tennessee out. too. Yes, watch out for Texas. Watch out for Tennessee. But Texas, I say Texas because they have they're one of those they're like a the men's Florida State team. That's a okay. long they're a long team like they have a tall team. Mm-hmm. Those girls are tall, got the wingspan play defense like that's why I, man 
That's why I'm looking. I'm sitting here looking at the at Sweet 16, the lineup, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, these gonna be some good games. Yeah. So you got, so like I, you said, you got UNC, you got UNC, South Carolina, Ohio State, Texas. Yeah, Ohio State, uh, Texas. Creighton, Creighton uh, I, Iowa State, Maryland, Stanford, uh, Notre Dame, North Carolina State, Indiana, UConn, Tennessee, Louisville, South Dakota, and Michigan. So I would love to see this NC State and UConn matchup. Mm-hmm. I would love to. I think that will be a great game. Texas and Stanford. If Texas beat Ohio State, Stanford beat Maryland. Though that bottom bracket, um, I'm I'm not too thrilled about seeing. So if 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 the rankings hold true, um, Michigan against if Michigan beat South Dakota, Louisville beats Tennessee. Which Louisville and Tennessee? That's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a yes, good game. Um, that's going to be a battle. I would be surprised if it's not. If Michigan and Louisville face each other, um, I don't think I don't think Michigan has a chance. I think Louisville does that easy. I think Louisville have a harder, harder, a tougher game against Tennessee than Michigan. Yeah. Um, South Carolina, I I'm predicting them to beat my girls. I think they dispose of Iowa and Creighton easy. Um, they might do the same with us because I just at the girl inside. Uh, what's her name? The uh, girl from uh, the Bahamas with the uh, with multicolored hair. I keep forgetting her name. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, uh, it was on tip my tongue before we started, but yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't mean, mean to uh, yeah. not we mean to say your name, but right. We you mean to fuck that up. Catches wind to you. Which I hope it does, because that means more, more publicity. Hey, that means we're doing something right. <laughs> right, right. But um, you know what? We'll give you an air horn because of all you do this year. Um, Aaliyah Boston. Yes. Look at that off the top. It there just came go. back to me. Aaliyah Boston. So working on triple, not triple double, but double double number twenty eight or twenty nine, maybe this year. Boy. Um, yeah. So um, yeah um. It's gonna be a great weekend for the women's coming up. Um, to go into the men's, um, <laughs> listen, you sounded like me how I sounded after the after after the first round. Um, <laughs> so number one seeds in that first round, Gonzaga. Of course, they won. Um, yep. You had Baylor. They won. They beat Norfolk State. Um, mm-hmm. Who was the other number one? Um, uh, Arizona. Arizona. They took, care of, they took care of Wright State, and Kansas took took care of uh, Texas Seven. Right. So, um, there's so um, Gonzaga against Georgia State was a lot closer than that score said it is. Yeah. Because Gonzaga was winning by one or two at half. Yeah, they Georgia State played them tough. They did. First half. Um, looking down at this at the line, um, you had uh, I got it. Well, so you had New Mexico State upset UConn. Yep. Twelve beat a five. Um, and you Notre can say, Dame beat Alabama. Yeah, Notre Dame beat Alabama, which I I think Notre Notre Dame was. They're better than what that 
that seed is. Yeah. But whatever. Um, Michigan State, they're better than what their seed was. Um, you know, uh, who else? Um, us beating Marquette. Tario's beat Marquette. I um, was skeptical because Shaka Smart, no matter where, where he's been, he has coach. had our number. <laughs> he can coach. He can coach You're his absolutely ass Absolutely right. He can coach. He's had our number. When he was in Texas, um, I don't think anytime we play Texas, I don't think we won a game. And in Richmond, I think he took one from us. But yeah, so um, that was a kind of a game. I'm like, uh, Shock Smart got a number, but we kicked in that ass. <laughs> Like, listen, um, I don't know if you watched the game or not, but, oh, my God, the, the onslaught, the threes, um, everything. Oh, I'm not going to say that. Um, the other Saint, games. Kentucky met, met St. Peter, Peter's at the Pearly Gate, boy. And th- there we go. Sure did. Mm-mm. At the who? At the motherfucking Pearly Gate. Yep. And Peters uh gave them some revelations. Yeah, so um that that was the biggest upset of that round. I think oh to me I'm God. I'm gonna um I mean probably of, of the tournament so far. Um you know, uh, yeah, as I look at everything else, it, it kind of held, you know, held par besides, you know, Richmond beating uh, Iowa. Iowa mm-hmm. was uh, projected to be one of those teams. Um, and uh, Miami, so I, I don't, I, I never thought Miami was a 10, a 10 seed team. If we, if you look at Miami, Miami hammered us yeah. and beat Duke twice. You know what I'm saying? Miami wasn't a, a, a 11th seed team. Um, once you go into the 32, I actually projected uh, Gonzaga to lose to Memphis, which that was a close game until, you know, like 10 minutes left in the, in the second half. Um, yeah. They started pulling away against Memphis. Um, of course, y'all handled the yeah. games. Um, we're we going to talk about that. Let's, let's hit that last. Um because <laughs> there's so much I want to say about that. Ooh, Notre Dame, ooh. Texas Tech. I uh, thought I I honestly thought Notre Dame would have won won that. Um, but um, Duke, Michigan State was a good game. Um, Duke. It was closer than what the, what the score says it is. Duke actually probably in the last five minutes or, or so pulled that out. Um, but that Michigan team isn't Michigan State team is not that they're not that good. No. Um, I mean, we saw that at the beginning of the year, though. UCLA actually, um, what I forgot to say in that round of 64, 
Akron should have beat UCLA. <laughs> because um, there was a guy on that Akron team that decided to play uh, hero ball. Ah, damn. He wanted to take the last shot instead of dishing it to the open man yeah. for an open potential game winner. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, UCLA, I mean, did they win both of their games? They, yeah, they did, and they deserved to. Um, uh, I I don't see anything else in here that falls because Michigan Michigan beating Tennessee was kind of a yeah that was that was a good game opener yeah because Tennessee I thought was a good team um you know especially for what they did in the SEC tournament. But the Absolutely. SEC did not do good in the uh, in this tournament at all. Yeah. Um, yep. Miami beating Auburn. Beating Auburn was like I said uh, about them in the '64 round of '64. Mm-hmm. People forget that Miami handled Duke and handle handle us. You know, even though people look at us like, oh, Carolina's not that good or whatever else, but. You Joe Lewis's ass. Yeah, they yeah. So um the way Miami beat Auburn though is more of an eye-opener than anything because it wasn't like a okay a couple points, like they almost put the 20 burger on them. Yeah. And they shut down potentially the number one player in college basketball, Jabari Smith. And mm-hmm. his the the next guy behind him um, on that team, Walker Kessler. Like they start in two players that can play the small forward to the center right. that are seven feet or taller. So yeah, um, but so to go to the game, Baylor, North Carolina. It's about 10 minutes left in the second half. We are in that ass. I'm looking at Dre. I said, my nigga. <laughs> we are almost, we about to be 30 points up on them. And Baylor said, hold my motherfucking beer. But yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> then uh, Flagrant 2 is called. Ah, yeah. And it's called on the player, not saying there's any like conspiracy or anything. It's called on the player that has 26 points that's lighting Baylor's ass up. Right. So he's he's not only, you know, hit with a flagrant, flagrant two, he's ejected. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm I'm watching the game from then. I'm like, okay, you know, up almost 25. We're good. But within a minute, nine points is off the board because of the technicals and then some other shit. Yeah. So it's a 16-point game. Then I say I know it's a nine-point game. Yeah. Then I say I know it's a five-point game back and forth, blah, blah, blah. Then I say I know it's a, you know, and I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is like, I'm like, yo, if we lose this game, this will be one of the, this, not one of these, this will be the most epic collapse ever. Yeah. Ever. But I'm looking at I'm like, I don't like, how was that not a call? How was this not a call? How was that not a call? How did they get this call? Baycott gets called for, um, there's a double foul. Baycott gets called 
for uh, a flagrant um, dead ball foul because they say he tripped someone, but he's laying on the ground and he's trying to get up. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch of things, you know, so I'm, the game goes into overtime. I, I tell Dre, I said, dog, we don't win this game. We don't win this game. We, 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 we uh, ran out of gas. Yeah, by now Baylor them pressed yeah. y'all ass to death. Pressed us to death. Momentum is on their side. Um, we lost the the player that was killing them on that flagrant. Kayla Love has fouled out. Um, Baycock has four. We don't have anything left in the tank to give them. And just like every college team, um, there is a freshman somewhere somehow. That hits a big shot, steps up. Dontre Styles hits a couple shots, and R.J. Davis. Um, you know, well, we know the outcome. R.J. Carolina. Yeah, RJ da- oh my yeah, God. R.J. Davis. He balled. Yeah. Him and Baycock, they balled. Yeah, especially in the overtime. And Baycock missed yeah. so many fucking free throws and them free last throws. whatever free throws. Yeah. We we would have been with. That. I thought he was part of Kentucky the way he missed all them goddamn free throws. Right. Yeah. Let me get this song out of here. But um. <laughs> but um. So, um, honestly, I have watched that game. I watched it again since watching it initially. And because I, I read a lot of things and I was like, hmm, 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 hmm. Um, I think it was a poorly officiated game once it got to a certain point. And Dre, is all, Dre always tells me, like, oh, you got to watch the spread. You got to watch the spread. You got to look at Vegas. <laughs> what Vegas is calling. Vegas said we are five-point underdogs. There's no way... You know, he was saying that when we was up by 20 points. There's no way right. we're going to beat them by this. This game is going to end up being a two, three-point game because Vegas said blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, no. You know, but... Like, I just wonder how... I was looking at the stat. It said the last... Before overtime, the last 14 out of 15 calls went in Baylor's favor. And I'm like... Like... But you know, rewatching the game and looking at it, a lot of that stuff, I don't know, man. Um, but all, all in all, um, I'm glad we're in the Sweet 16. A lot of people did not have us going to the Sweet 16, beating Baylor, being this far. Um, the Sweet 16, we got Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Duke, Carolina, UCLA, Purdue, St. Mary's, Arizona, Houston, Michigan, Villanova, Kansas, Providence. And Iowa State and Miami. I think for me, one of these, the probably the game to watch would probably be Michigan and Villanova. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Carolina UCLA would be a good game as well. Um, Texas Tech and Duke probably it might be a great, good game, but I, I would like to see. Honestly, I want to see Gonzaga and Duke rematch in that Elite Eight. Um, what what do you, what you got? Uh, I want to see an upset. I want to see Arkansas take take Gonzaga down. I would love to see that. Hey, you don't want to see that because 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 your lady picked Gonzaga to win the win the chip, did you? 
What? I said you don't want you don't oh, want no. to say, oh, no, I'm oh, no, I'm not no, I got that, I got that on my bracket. <laughs> I'm messing with y'all know because nah. I think I think she close yeah, to the lead. She I got, know she yeah, she got, uh, hey, although she I was like <laughs> in the beginning, I was looking at the back, I was like, this motherfucker picked the right. She picked up, she called the upset. I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna take losing to my girl in, in the fucking in this bracket. This yeah, I was goddamn bracket challenge. But nah, um, yeah. shout out to E, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm definitely interested in that that Michigan Michigan Villanova game. And mm-hmm. uh, real quick, shout out to to uh, Coach Jawan Howard. You know what? Hey, shout out to all the black coaches that are still oh, in, yeah, in right now. Like because they because they don't get enough credit. Um, of course right. it's it's a Coach K year, so th- right. he's he's the only coach that's getting that recognition and talked about. But there are a lot of black coaches that st- that are coaching their teams that still in, in still here. Right. But I wanted to give him a quick shout out for you know I seen that seen that clip of him uh, consoling the tennis that that freshman from Tennessee. And and like you don't see, <laughs> you don't see that you don't see that too often from from any coaches at all. And for all. him to like genuinely go over and console him and give him some yeah. words of encouragement, that was dope to see. Hey, and and and, and he's a stud too. Uh, you talking about Kofi yeah. Co- Kofi Cockburn? Yeah, yeah, Kofi Cockburn from Tennessee. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I wanna I'm I'm gonna be tuned in to that. Uh, I plan on being tuned in to that. That Michigan Villanova game right. tomorrow night. Yes, sir. And that while was look, the, uh, while I'm getting my hair retwisted. <laughs> that was the uh, Elite Eight Sweet. Uh, well, the Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight yeah. preview. Um, yeah, yeah. For, for our segment this week, man, we we uh, so it's kind of last minute. Uh, we probably have to breeze through it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't breeze through it. College basketball coaches. Um, yeah. Although that lineup, I was like, oh, yeah. Hey. So, so lineup is crazy. So I, we're going to breeze through this. Um, team one, you got uh, John Wooden, Dean Smith, John Calipari, Billy Donovan, Jim Boheim. Jim Boheim, I'm sorry, I said his name wrong. Team two, uh, Jim Calhoun, John Chaney, John Thompson, Gene Keedy, Mike Bray. Team three, Bobby Knight, Pat Summon, Tom Izzo, Roy Williams, Rick Patino. Team four, Bo Ryan, Gene Ariyama, mm-hmm. Mark Few, Bill Self, Brad Stevens. Team five, Coach K. You know what? Um, Coach Shashesky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they put him as coach, you know, out of everyone else. Jimmy V, Jay Wright, Bob Huggins, and uh, Frank, what's his name? Frank Martin. Yeah, Frank Martin. Oh, fuck, whatever, okay. I, I definitely. I know what team. I know. I already know. As soon as I seen it, I already know what team I'm picking. I'll, well, I'll let you go. Who you got? I know team three. Okay. Why? Why you got? Team and three? It, and it's mostly because I am biased when it comes to Pat Summit. Okay. He is by far one of the one of the greatest coaches on this on this list. Okay. Um, but when you look at that when you look at that lineup. Yeah, I was like, about to say. Get, tell me, tell me about the lineup too now. When you look at that lineup. Her, Bobby Knight, Tom Izzo, Roy Williams, Rick Pitino. All all coaches are dogs. All coaches, championship coaches. Like, and then if you 
If you want to figure out who's going to be the head coach, the assistant coach, the recruiter, I would I would make Rick, I would make Rick Pitino the, the recruiter. Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice at all. Because he can recruit his ass off. He's at mm-hmm. Iona doing his thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be between Pat, Pat and Bobby to be my head coach. Mm. Mm. And I think I'm going okay. to lean, lean Pat. I'm going to lean Pat partially biased, but I've also seen like to watch her coach like like legit watch her coach some of the greatest uh women basketball players to, to play at Tennessee right and then of course with Bobby Knight as the assistant um to be honest I would I would probably team up uh Tom Izzo and Rick Pitino recruiting wise mm-hmm and then, and then, of course, have Roy, Roy, Roy on the on the sidelines as well, as far as a, uh, as another assistant coach. Mm. Not not a bad lineup. Um, when I look at this at, at that team, I was trying to think of championships off the top of the head. I think I got Pat with the most championships, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yep. And then is, yeah. n- number two, Roy. Mm-hmm. Three. I think three is a, I think three, four, and five is a three-way tie. Yeah. I think Izzo got one, Bobby Knight got one, and Rick Pitino got one, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Actually, Rick Pitino... Has more than one. Well, Does unless he? you want to take, oh, unless you want to take away the confiscated one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so it. So if you keep that one, it'd be Pat. But I still, I would favorite. still like. I, I would still want him to recruit yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to. You recruit. got to. But Pat Summit ain't. I mean, you, when you look at the roster she had, you say she. Oh ah, yeah. But I love. I love the way she coached. Right. Like her. I love. I like her. And, Although Bobby Knight's coaching style, that's why I would make him the assistant coach. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not gonna be fucking slinging chairs, yeah, on my team, right? Right. Uh, that's why I would make her the the head coach and him the assistant. But they gonna they gonna make sure they get the best out of out of the team, right? So for me, and this is bias speaking, I'm going with Team One. Of course, John Wooden, the legendary team Smith, Jim, Billy Donovan, and Jim Behar. Um, I already I, know who your recruiter gonna be. Yeah, 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 absolutely. My recruiter is, <laughs> is John Calipari, off top. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna speak about each one of them real quick, and then we can get up out of here. Um, so, of course, John Calipari is my recruiter. No yeah. ifs, ands, or buts, or questions, reasoning why right. he why he would be my 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 recruiter. Because I think he's the, out of out of all these coaches, um, him, Ariyama, Pat Summon, mm-hmm. and Coach K. I think it's mm-hmm. more Coach K's staff and the Duke 
uh, aura, and maybe Rick Pitino. You cannot beat that recruiting wise. No. Um. Um. Billy Donovan, proven winner. He's probably the only coach in here that has won back-to-back titles. Yeah. Besides maybe Coach K early 90s, maybe. Yeah. And that's a stretch. Um, Jim Beheim. Um, he's been doing it forever. I mean, he he's he's a solid coach. He's him him and um Tom Izzo are in the same class for me. They don't they don't necessarily have the best players ever, but they're right. gonna you they're gonna be in the mix always, and they coach. Yeah. Um, Wooden Dean Smith. I wasn't in the Wooden era, but I know what UCLA did in that Wooden era. Um, I'm taking Dean as my head coach yeah. um, for what he did with just the the, the Carolina program, um, the Carolina culture, the Carolina mm-hmm. way, as they call it. Um, he's one of the greatest coaches to me ever. Um, yeah. That's me. <laughs> That's, I, yeah. I got team. Nah, I feel you, dog. But I mean, I mean, hell, you can't go wrong with any of these. Right or wrong. Yeah, you can't go wrong with any of these. Because when you look at it, you have a, a recruiter, a head coach. So, for instance, if you want to take, like, I, I, I can't even pinpoint which one would be the weakest bracket because if you would say Team 4, Gino Ariyama has been mm-hmm. doing it like crazy, and right. he has—he's probably out of all these, out of all these uh, coaches, he probably has had the top recruiting classes and best recruits out of any of them. Exactly. And he has, and he has the most championships out of all of them. Yep. So, yeah. So I mean, and then when you go to Team Two, you know, you have uh, Team Two might be that throwaway team. <laughs> team two might be that might be the weakest one. Might be. <laughs> you I mean, are the weakest link, Jim Calhoun. <laughs> I don't know. I ain't gonna say they stink. No, they don't stink. They don't stink. But they got this class. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's them last two, Mike Bray and goddamn Gene Gene Katie. Right. Yeah. Cause Jim Calhoun, John Cheney, and John Thompson. Legendary. Like, we we know. Yeah. Legendary. Complete legends, right? But yeah, yeah. When you throw in, yeah, Gene Katie and Mike Bray, and I think if I'm not mistaken, Mike Bray is is a Notre Dame. Uh, he was Notre Dame, and Gene Katie is Purdue. Um, mm-hmm. Notre Dame and Purdue is not like it, nothing with them is synonymous with college basketball. Um, no. Um, th- these wasn't even the coaches that they had the best teams on, because I, like I said, I think uh, Gene Katie was Purdue. Um, also, that wasn't that, the Boilermaker team that really made noise. And the Notre Dame team, where Mike Bray was in the Notre Dame team, that made noise. They needed to show Bob Huggins in, in, as a Cincinnati coach. Bob Huggins would have been a good choice. Because uh, I would definitely have him and Jay Wright on the recruiting team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had I chose scene five, like, they would have been my recruiters. You got they, one coach? They've been in, my they've been able to. They've been able to recruit recruit their asses off with the team, you know, with the colleges that, like I said, Bob Huggins, who used to, 
coach fucking Kenya Martin. Mm-hmm. Kenya Martin, Kitty Satterfield, all yep. them boys. Like, that was a um, monster. Um, oh, of oh my squad. God. They had, they had another one too. I forgot his name. Uh, I think his name was. Uh, it's going to kill me. I, next next episode, I get called. Yeah. And one more. But, but, um, and then Jay Wright, you know, Jay Wright was able Villanova? to bring Villanova, bring Villanova. Villanova out of nowhere. Ooh, no. Um, uh, can't not Kansas, Virginia, Virginia. Uh, yeah, him. He's another one. Um, and I yeah. keep his name slipped my mind, but he played he played college ball, and uh, I forgot the team. But he also played for the Charlotte Hornets. Um, that's mm. another name. But um, all right. But to move on with that, man, you want to spotlight a uh, uh, black athlete real quick so we can get up out of here. Uh, for once, I I didn't have time to uh, get my, get my black athlete. Okay, I that's can, cool. That's cool. Um, because I I missed one week. So I was rushing. I was rushing today, man. All right, I had a busy day. So I I got one. Um, okay. We we, we all know who Jesse Owens is and what yes. he did, but yes. a lot of us do not know what happened or or what took place after the Olympics with Jesse Owens. So Jesse Owens went from being an Olympic gold medal athlete. Mm-hmm. Not one, not two, not three, but four gold medals. Um, once he came back to the U.S., he had a hard time finding work. Um, so he ended up racing horses in derbies to earn money, which he felt was degrading, but he was beating some of the horses. And uh, when he was asked about it, he said, um, me and my family can't eat, can't eat gold medals. Hey. Um, it, and that's a true statement. So it, it just, that that not only highlights you know how great he was and who he was, but highlights how um, hard it was for him as a black man in those times, and then mm-hmm. just the resiliency of whatever. But um, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, man. I get out of here, man. Um, listen, another another great episode. Look, yeah. 28's on the way. We 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 gotta do a we gotta record an ad. So that's why <laughs> that's what's taking us so long with 28. So by the time y'all get by the time y'all get this episode, 28 will will be out. Uh hey, next week, national fucking holiday. <laughs> Next week is a national fucking holiday. I don't know what the hell we gonna do to make it special. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if we can get some people on. I want to I want to make this episode fun as hell, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. I want to. Hey, if we gonna do it, if we look, if we gonna record on our birthday, shit, we might as well. Might as well. I mean, hey, might as well have a little bit of fun. Absolutely. And then, uh, and then of course, I'm about to I'm about to hijack I'm about to hijack the other one. So. So you're definitely invited for for the block party. I'm having a block. It's gonna be a block party. Got you. Got you. It's gonna be a block Absolutely. party. Absolutely. Uh, Got to figure so, out what we're gonna do for unapologetic. But yeah, yeah. But uh, but yes. Yeah, so next episode, it we will be celebrating both of our birthdays because mm-hmm. yes, we both are March 30th Aries, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's it's gonna be like I said. I, I want to have a great episode like we always do, but but this one it will definitely mean a lot on the strength that I get to celebrate it with my dog yet again. Yes, sir. And and we get to do what we love to do: be on the mic and, and talk our shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Love it. Hey, y'all, thank y'all for everything y'all do. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you for tuning in and fucking with us for another episode. Um, March Madness is fully in effect. The NBA playoffs yep. is, is, is getting heated. Um, NFL, like we said, looking like the NBA. Throwing money. Yeah. So making legends at the bank. Absolutely. Um so so who knows? Hey, we didn't even talk about Colin Kaepernick and and, right. and how what everybody's talking about him and how he's looking, but another story for another day because we know what yep. was going on with that. But um yeah, man, um um for it to be kind of slow sports, like cause football really dominates everything, really. Um yeah. it really ain't slow. No. So um yeah, man, that's that's it for me, man. Yeah, man, that's it, dog. Hey, yeah. Reg, Prime Minister signing off, y'all. Thank y'all once again. Smurf, your favorite asshole. Appreciate y'all as always. Yes, sir, this is Aries. Y'all next week. Thank y'all. Um, we gonna go out of here with. We'll just leave out of here with Travis Scott, man. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Thank y'all. Hey, next week we out of here.